Welcome to Purpose and Productivity, a podcast made possible by the SkyPass Group of Companies and SkyLife Success. Join Krish Dunham, an author and speaker whose messaging has been described as the junction where God's ability and man's availability meet hope's accessibility. What are the bookends to an extraordinary life? What are the words that will be said about a fruitful journey? Welcome to another edition of Purpose and Productivity, a Friday edition. Today we're going to look at the life and legacy of Graham Staines, an Australian missionary who labored in the land he loved, the land of my birth, India. His life was chronicled in a movie called The Least of These. The movie depicts the early struggles of Graham and his family in India, talks about the conflict that came as a result of his calling and his commitment. The movie was shot completely on location in India, and as a result of that, had some Western actors get a glimpse of a land that was enchanting and still beckons mystique and intrigue. Graham Stain's life that eventually ended as one of a martyr was one of extraordinary significance. I had the privilege of being associated from the very early inception of this movie, from the script writing stage to getting the director of the movie, Anish Daniel, connected with my dear friend Victor Abraham, who was the executive producer, and the involvement of Skypass Entertainment in its first major motion picture. All through this journey, we saw remarkable stories of courage and resilience, of prayer and perseverance. What has this got to do with purpose and productivity? Sometimes an extraordinary life punctuates our lives and gives us reason for having to look at hope in new and informed ways. Sometimes forgiveness that comes from those that are left behind after some things have changed their very destiny gives us a new kind of belief in what humanity and its goodness is all about. Every time we have endeavored to bring you a story or recite a piece of poetry or take a quote and open it up for you on these messages called purpose and productivity, we have always tried to give you some kind of life lessons. The feedback has been extraordinary. I'm so excited that some of the people who are listening to this are asking for information on new kinds of ideas and concepts that we can share. We're trying to keep these messages short, but also at the same time, hopeful. So as you listen to this story, I want to ask you to take a look through the lens of your own productivity and ask yourself, what can you do if your bookends are punctuated? which means your origin is in one place, your destiny is another place, your purpose and your uh, productivity changes as you move from spot to spot. Graham Staines began his life in Australia with a calling. An innocent friendship with a pen pal across the oceans changed the destiny of this man and the collective consciousness of the nation he eventually called home. As a young and impressionable missionary, Staines voyaged from Australia to the interior of India after being invited by that friend. 
The movie itself shows that scene where Graham opens his wallet and takes out the picture of the person that he saw on the side of a road completely ridden with flies and he wondered if such humanity can be allowed to be left unchecked. If the visibility of what we see around us in human degradation and human deprivation can be overlooked and do we just walk on by? Is there some purpose when we look at the least of these? What he sees in India captivates his heart and unleashes a sense of purpose. His calling truly begins. A life that began in relative anonymity and eventually followed this path of selfless service and humanity now evoked this unique curiosity. He gave up what they say was a promising opportunity to go and join his uncle in business in Australia. I've had the privilege of visiting Australia on a couple of occasions and marvel at the picturesque scenery that it offers. I've been to the Gold Coast where he originated from, and I've actually traveled to the interior of India to the place called Baripada, which he called home. Why would someone give up the breathtaking majesty of awe-inspiring scenery that would evoke poetry and create the wonder and grandeur of God's amazing creation and instead opt for the dust-ravaged streets of backward societies that have no conveniences attached to them and are afflicted with the scourge of something that humanity itself calls challenging even until today? amongst its own. Who was Staines? Why did he come to India? The question is, did he have to die there? Did his children have to follow their father to an early demise? Was he eventually guilty or innocent of the claims that others attributed to him? These are the questions that have been asked by journalists and the movie itself. The movie, the least of these, does begin there. Through a neutral lens of a journalist, the objective truth of a life and the subjective reality of its purpose is presented for all of us to consume. Graham Staines paid a price for his call, and regardless of perception, when the burning embers of dissent became the cold ash of martyrdom, his story will be writ large as one that heard the words, well done. I've had the privilege of getting to know Graham's widow, Gladys. I got a chance to meet with them in Australia when we screened the movie. I got to sit in the theater and watch them look at some of the real-life characters we used in the movie and and the gasp they gave when they recognized one of them as being the driver of Graham or someone they recognized from the leprosy home. When the movie The Least of These was made, there was a desire to create an authenticity around it that said, even though human beings take on excursions of unknown worth into uncharted territory, following a calling that they believe that they received from their God, there has to be a truth that is told as some kind of semblance of reality for the purpose that they undertook as their calling. So every effort was made in the movie to have authenticity. Sometimes that authenticity is so stark that the people who watch it have a visible reaction of guilt within them, saying, why would somebody else give up the luxury and lavishness of what they knew and go and undertake this as their calling? 
The others watch back in absolute horror that someone could actually endeavor to touch the people that were afflicted with this disease. You know, every calling warrants a commitment, and the movie The Least of These then takes us from the calling to the commitment. At the age of 24, when most people are entering young adulthood, Graham Staines made a decision to live and serve the people afflicted with the disease of leprosy. In our own times, if you look at the movie Ben-Hur, it deals quite extensively with that subject. Mother Teresa later on talked about it when she went to a country and saw people relegated to the outskirts of the city in a valley where they were left forlorn. And she looked at them and said, Jesus, how could we have left you like this? And that country asked her to come and take care of them. The commitment. A commitment to labor amongst those who were outcasts because they had contracted a curse according to tradition. A curse according to tradition that saw families perform the death rites of the living and others too ashamed to show themselves because of the disfigurement and the discouragement that came with the physical manifestations of this affliction. This was going to be the work that Graham was called to for the next 35 years. His scenery would be one of drudgery as he brought hope to the hopeless and dignity to the despondent as the end of that movie reveals. Commitments are hard. Commitments require a great sacrifice. His marital union to Gladys required a different kind of commitment for her to serve the same cause and their future children to consider India the dust that they came from and the same dust to which they would return. No one can tell if the anger towards Graham was because of a parcel of land called the Mission Home or the so-called forced cultural conversion that was the start of the many whispers of hate that seemed to permeate those hills. Whatever the reason, it started to draw a new line in the sand. And when that line would be crossed, the challenge of all involved and their commitment would come into the crosshairs. The least of these. The movie is now available on streaming. And of course, it is not anything more than a shameless plug for the movie since I was involved in it. And it shows a great amount of storytelling in a very visceral and real way. The awards the movie has since won and the whispers it created amongst the artistic community are one that we have observed and enjoyed. We really hope that this movie would have been showcased in multiple regional languages by now, but the pandemic brought that to a halt, and we hope to pick up where we left off. But let's go back to our story and ask ourselves the question that after the calling of a person that brings him to a place, the commitment that makes him thrive in that place, there is the eventual conflict. Every goal, every dream, every aspiration we have brings that conflict into the crosshairs. Sometimes we want more than we need. Sometimes we aspire for more than we have. In secular settings, it is simply called goal setting. In productivity arsenals, it is simply called planning and process. We are always strategically trying as corporate entities to increase our proficiency, increase our possibility, and increase our profits. But when it is ascribed to a man and his service and his sacrifice, sometimes the ire is different. So let's look at this conflict. 
Religious, social, and communal tensions uh, sparked riots throughout human history in different parts of the world. And the beloved subcontinent of India that has been my home and my birthplace has not been exempt from the same disturbance of peace that has seen multiple spots just evolve into civil unrest in a moment of time. An entire nation was freed because of civil unrest when one person thought that the occupation of someone else for 200 years was not only illicit, it was illegal. Colonial empires were dethroned because people thought that whatever was being perpetrated on them was unjust. Graham's actions met the same fate. From the wounds of those upheaved during the partition to the scars of dissent that come from language or religion, this subcontinent of India had actually already seen it all. It was only natural and expected that conflict would arise when one begins to question the motives of a white man who was serving those they themselves would not touch. What was the motive? Why would you come half a world away from the home that you left, that we aspire to go to? Why are the lines outside the embassy of your home country filled with people applying for a visa to go over there so that they can have a better life, a better future, a better prospect, and you choose to leave all of that and come into the middle of nowhere to pick up the dying and the destitute like Mother Teresa did? Why did he love them? Why did he touch them? How could he touch them? Did he have to tell them about his God? Could he not just serve? You know, a calling and a commitment comes into full reaction when conflict arises and people begin to question your motives. Because ultimately, unless your goals, your dreams, and your sacrifices, your hopes, and your ambitions meet the parallel lines of someone else's comfort and confidence, there will always be conflict. You see, Gladys had to raise the kids to experience the innocence of playing cricket while the children of those helping and healing at the mission home would watch. The next generation seemed to have easily slid into the role of their parents, and now nothing connected them back to their origin except the color of their skin. And I've met families who have served in different parts of the world. Originally, they were strangers and pilgrims, but eventually they became natives. Sometimes to ignite a conflict of assumption, you may have to plant a fuel of doubt. The future that looked bright because of selfless love for and to others would soon come into conflict with those that believe that such love has to and always will have a motive. Can love ever be pure? Can love ever be true? Can love ever be so sacrificial that there is no motive? Was it not the reason why the man who hung on the cross, the man that Graham chose to serve, uttered these words from the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Well, every commitment and every calling and every conflict does yield a conclusion. On a fateful morning in January, the proverbial love story went up in literal flames. The year was 1999. Graham and his two boys, Philip and Timothy, were consumed in the Jeep they slept in. This story, of course, is out there for public consumption. At a remote jungle camp, a father preached on the love of the one who had sent him to serve, and the children clung to their father as they succumbed together. The news riveted a community and galvanized the people, and it was only when the dust settled that we saw the true greatness of this family. 
Clinging to the only surviving child, her daughter Esther Gladys Stain said something to those who had gathered to mourn hate. Whoever did this, we will forgive them. How can she do that? She has just lost her husband and sons. Twenty years later, she says, two facts remain. One, that her family has paid a price to follow their call and commitment. And the second, that not forgiving those who did harm to them would violate their tenet of true love. Such is the story of Graham and Gladys Staines and their children, Philip, Timothy, and Esther. Such is the journey of the least of these, the movie. Such is the truth of love that has no boundaries, of love that has no reason except the purity of love, of love that is birthed in a desire to honor a call, fulfill a commitment, resist the conflict, and meet conclusion. Such is the story of unending, pure love that all it does when people embrace this love is release you from the bindings of hate that envelops you with a peace and unleashes from you forgiveness. Such is the story of the least of these. God bless. That concludes another episode of Purpose and Productivity with Chris Dunham, brought to you by Skylife Success. Please subscribe, rate, and visit us on the web at chrisdunham.com and skylifesuccess.com, where you can find our social media links and access to additional resources. Till next time, happy learning and happy living.